0: Thankful, once again to be here and and uh, to feel the presence of the Lord again is just so good. Amen. And I love how the Lord orchestrates everything; He truly does. I think what has been said and done already to this point has been just orchestrated by the Lord. Uh, and Brother Brad speaking, and I'm sure I just felt the things that are on his heart is, is a lot of the similar things that I have on mine tonight. and it's it's uh it's important you know i i I'm, I'm not sure of a lot of things in life i'm quite an uncertain in a lot of things of this world i'm really certain of the gospel and i'm really certain of jesus and i'm 100% convinced of all the truth that lies within Scripture. And what His Spirit reveals to me. There's a lot of other things I'm not, I'm not real clear on. And there's still a lot of things in here that I'm not unclear on. But boy, I'm, a, I'm just 100% certain of the truth tonight. Of His Spirit. And, and when He speaks through His people. When, they, when His people speak, when they pray. I'm just certain of these things. You know, there uh, uh, tonight, I, I wanted to try to speak to you about some more truth. You know, there's been a lot of truth that's been uh, thrown out there this week. And I'm thankful for all of it. This is a sister mentioned about the truth, how we get fed by the Word of God, how we get fed by His Spirit, that He takes the Word, and He just gives it right where we need it. It's beautiful. But I want to speak to more of that reality tonight. I want to speak to more of that truth tonight, if we can. That what is your reality? I want to speak a little bit to that we preached, and, and Brother Brad's preached, we have heard testimonies and many things that are real and they're true. And there are a lot of things that this world distracts us of, and Brother Brad preached the other night about that, about distractions. And you know, the reality of life is something that the world distorts, There is a reality, you know, we live in this physical world and and most certainly this is reality that we are living in right now. I could see you, I could feel you, I could hear you, I could touch you, I could just be in the presence here with you all. This is reality. But there is a reality that the world wants to cover up and Satan and his angels, they they want to cover up and distract as well. And that is the spiritual reality uh, that is happening right now. A spiritual reality that we've been telling you about all week, but that the world and that Satan and that all of those uh, adversaries that are against you tonight are telling you falsehoods. There is a reality that Brad mentioned, and he even mentioned this uh, in the preliminaries, that the reality that there is eternity that there is to come and how this reality it's not, altern- it's not an alternative reality. You see, our children are being raised in a world of virtual reality. It's a thing that's coming very real. It's, it's something that, is, that, that takes our minds of something that, that is, it looks real and, and appears so real, it appears to your very senses to be real. They have amusement parks that it bring in this virtual reality and it becomes so real to our physical nature that it looks like it's real from our eyes it sounds like it's real from our ears they even bring in your sense of smell by giving certain sense of, certain things to make it you're just overload your senses that it is real and when all Uh, uh, Realities, it is false, and it is not real. But tonight, I want to to tell you about some reality about uh, eternity, and some reality that that we don't always want to think about, even us that are saved. You know, when we're revivals, and, and sometimes church service, we speak about heaven, we speak about eternity, but as Brother Brad said, that is hard for us to understand, and I most certainly can't comprehend it either. But that is reality. And so tonight, a little bit more of this reality that we've been preaching on and teaching on and and trying to encourage those that are lost about the reality of their lost condition, about the reality of, uh, of hell, and that that is the place in which you are destined to, that is real. That isn't something that's fake. All of the world says we're crazy. They all do. They think we're crazy meeting here tonight. I'm telling you. But this is reality. That's why we're here, that we love you tonight. Those of us have been saved, we know that it's true. We know it's a reality of what is to come. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. And so tonight, listen... I pray that that you would give heed to the Word of God tonight as we try to expound upon a few more things of reality. And listen, tonight, this is true. This is reality. This is not fake. And I pray that there be no distractions tonight of the true reality of what's happening in your heart. In the 24th chapter of Matthew, you want to read a little bit of this reality. Jesus speaking here in the 36th verse. I just want to read a few verses. And, and, and Jesus here, uh, he was uh, uh, gathered, his, his disciples came to him and asked, and asked Jesus uh, some specific questions about Uh, specific things of Him, of when He's going to be coming and the end of the world was going to come. See, they believed what Jesus said, that the end was going to come. And they asked Jesus, His disciples that followed Him, they specifically asked, tell us more about this. And Jesus started getting some more detail about the end of the world and about His coming. The reality. But of that day and hour knoweth no man. No, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. Now there's a lot to be said about angels. There are uh, even specific religions that, that, that exalt angels higher than uh, uh, most other things in this world. You know, even the very angels who are perfect in their nature do not even know the day nor the hour in which Jesus will return. He says, But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in the field, and one shall be taken, and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, the one shall be taken, and the other left. Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. This is reality. This is true. And He Jesus teaches them, His disciples, that was asking these questions about this. And I want you to think about it for just a moment. You have been urged, lost sinner, all this week about the impending doom. You have been urged about the reality of death. Death happens all around us every day. Every single day. I think if we had, if we had and was able to truly understand the numbers of people who died, even today, if we truly would even just grasp that, you understand that's a lot of people. That's a lot of death. And most people, even when we just speak about death, do not wake up in the morning thinking that they're going to die. But it comes. Jesus is speaking here very straightforward. And he gives the example of Noah, and it's been mentioned uh, earlier in our revival. He says, but so as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. What does he mean by this? We read in the 6th chapter of Genesis that those in the world were wicked. That they were so wicked that it was great. And it says that their uh, heart and their thoughts were continually evil. And it tells us that they were living their life, as he says here, uh, uh, they were eating and drinking, they were marrying, giving in marriage, up until even the very day that Noah got into that ark. Now remember that, that God, see, Noah found, uh, uh, was, uh, walked with God and talked with God. And we know that he got that instruction from the Lord to build this, this ark. And it was very detailed and specific. And as Noah was doing that, 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 that these people were, were thinking that he was crazy. But he followed God and he did it until the very end. And the people, they were living life. They were living life just as we are living life today. I, don't, I want you to understand the reality tonight. Those back then at that day, they were living life. You woke up this morning just like you might have every other morning. You woke up, maybe you had breakfast. Maybe you had coffee. You did those things that you normally might have do on a regular every day that you've done all the days that you can remember in your life. You lived your life today. The reality of this uh, truth is that Jesus was telling them that even back then they were doing, they were living life. And that was their reality in the physical realm. They did not heed to the warning that was being preached. They didn't, they didn't realize that that what was the impending doom that was to come any day. And you know, and as scripture as we just read. They were living their life until Noah entered into the ark. And knew not until the flood came. And those waters, it broke open. And it tells us that all the mankind that was on the earth was demolished. They were destroyed in the flood. They were given warning. They were living life in what they thought would be reality. Think about that for a minute. He instructs, Jesus instructs, to watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. This is the reality tonight. This most certainly is the reality. Now listen, I don't want. Anybody to get confused here, you might be thinking, well, but we have plans uh, uh, tomorrow uh, to come to church, and we have plans to, to, to for next week to go on vacation, and we make all these plans that we have, and most certainly we have to live in this life, but listen, those plans are not set in stone, because not one of us knows what is going to happen tomorrow, if there is a tomorrow. All the plans that we have made, even for after service, living life, right? We think, to, you know, we're going to, eventually the service is going to close, and we're going to walk out these doors, and we're going to get in our vehicles, and we're going to go home, and to us, that's the reality. But listen, Jesus is saying that we are to watch, because it, we do not know what time, the day or the hour that he could come back. And it could be tonight, That is the reality, my brothers and sisters, and my friends who were lost. Do you feel that tonight? What's going to happen? We know that the Lord promised that He will never flood the earth again. And we see that promise in the sky from time to time, don't we? 25th chapter of Matthew. I want to read a little more on reality here. You know... Brother Brad mentioned about distractions, and, and I, I have to keep going back to this because my heart is just set and just is just a, a focus tonight on the reality of things and how the world just distracts us from the true reality that we're trying to do and preach tonight. Listen. Our, our generation, our kids are constantly looking and, and being distracted about the things. There are, there are movies and shows that, that are a fantasy, and, and it, you know, it puts us in a place that, that is, uh, uh, is not real. But so many people uh, get so engulfed in those things that I think it oftentimes does damage to what true reality is that Jesus is wanting us to understand, And we don't oftentimes want to focus on these things. But listen, uh, the world and the world's churches, I will say, they're not churches. uh, They preach about Jesus' love all the time. That Jesus is good and kind, and it has already been mentioned today, about his forgiveness. But there is a reality here about what happens when Jesus comes back. We know that the world is going to end. It's going to be finished. But I want you to listen tonight to what's going to happen. Jesus speaking in the 31st verse in the 25th chapter, when the Son of Man shall come in His glory. And listen, and all the holy angels with Him. Then shall He sit upon the throne of His glory. I want you to listen to the reality. My heart's heavy tonight because this is true. I've never seen it, but it's going to happen. And before him, be gathered all nations and he shall separate them one from another as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats and he shall set the sheep on his right hand but the goats on the left He's going to gather all nations, not just the United States of America, not just Africa, all nations. And there's going to be a great divide that occurs when Jesus comes back in all of His glory with all the holy angels. And He's going to separate the sheep from the goats. And those sheep are those who have surrendered their heart, who have realized and understood the reality of their sin, And have put their faith and trust in Jesus who's coming back. Who died for them. The great shepherd who's been born again. That means from above. And you know what he's going to tell those sheep? He says that the king will say unto them on his right hand he's going to say come think about this this is reality brothers and sisters if you've been saved this is what he's going to say ye blessed of my father inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world (laughs) that's going to be my reality it's going to happen But you know what he's going to say to the goats that's going to be on the left? <laughs> you know who those are? I think you know who those are. It's going to be all of those who have rejected the Son of Man. If you are lost, if you are separated from God tonight, you are rejecting Jesus Christ, you are rejecting Him. And when He comes back, He will separate you and you will be named as a goat. And He is going to say to them that are on His left hand, Depart from Me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Brother Brad mentioned we can't comprehend but the scripture is clear many many times about what the word everlasting is. That means forever. That means there's no more hope. That means there's no more help. That it is not a virtual reality thing, that is reality. That it is forever. That's it. And then these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. Brother Brad mentioned, you know, this world that we see that we find is so beautiful. I've seen some amazing things in this world. I've seen some some of the most beautiful landscapes in Alaska, in Africa, in Belize, in America. Beautiful. I've seen some wicked things too. But everything we see is gonna be destroyed. And it's not gonna be destroyed by water. It's gonna be completely and utterly destroyed. The Scripture said, as Brother Brad said, there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. And it's going to be perfect, brother. Perfect. And you know who's not going to be there? Those who have rejected the Son of Man. You know who else is not going to be there? Who else? The the chief one who has rejected Jesus? Satan. There will be no more death, no more dying, no more death. I've seen many that have died of of this this current virus die alone in the hospital without their families, without anybody being there. I have witnessed much death working in the hospital. There's going to be none of it. No more crying, no more tears. There's going to be no need for the sun that we see today. For Jesus is going to be the light of that place. And it's going to be glorious. You know, just as much as my heart is heavy for those who, who uh, have not been saved, boy, I just also, on the other hand, rejoice. Rejoice. That this is going to be my reality. This is my reality. That one day I'm going to be there. One day I'm going to be there. And I'm going to have to worry and carry these burdens. I'm not going to have to worry about the death of my family and my relatives anymore. Oh boy, I look forward to going there. You know, and he told, our, he told uh, even his disciples to watch. For any day, he could come back. And he's, when he comes back, it's not going to be something quiet. That trump is going to sound. And all eyes will see him. And he's going to come back in all of his Glory. And all the dead that, that in Christ are going to rise to meet Him in the air? Oh boy, we're going to see Him. <laughs> That's the reality tonight. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with the reality tonight? Are you able to be rejoicing in it? Or are you fearful from it? My heart breaks for those who are lost tonight. Listen, the reality is just just straightforward tonight. Listen, uh, you could choose not to uh, heed to the reality, but I'm telling you, it's been preached all week, and testimonies of, of all these people here have told you about going from darkness to light from being born from above. And that is true, and that is the reality here tonight. Listen, I don't know what it's really gonna be like uh, when we get to heaven. I don't know what it's gonna be like when there's gonna be uh, the new heaven and new earth. But you know what? My mind, uh, I love, and I was thinking about this today, it's been on my heart, is a little bit of what John saw. He got a little bit of glimpse of reality. He says in the seventh chapter in the book of Revelation, After this I beheld and lo, a great multitude which no man could number of all nations and kindreds and people And tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. You know what this tells me is I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. And I'm going to be there with all of my brothers and sisters, even many that I've never met. Those brothers and sisters in Africa, I'm going to be there with them. Those brothers and sisters in Belize, I'm going to be there with them. Those brothers and sisters in Trinidad, in Guatemala, in wherever throughout time that they have met the Lord, they're gonna be there from all nations that the gospel has been preached, who have been born again of God. They're gonna be there in front of the Lamb. And it says, In the cry with a loud voice, saying, salvation to our God which sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb. I want you to try to think about this. And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne on their faces and worshiped God perfectly. (laughs) How imperfect we worship Him this week. But the best that we can, it feels good, doesn't it? It feels good as imperfect as we are, that we're able to try to worship God in this imperfect body. But one day it's going to be perfect. We're going to drop this old flesh that's full of sin. And we'll be complete perfection being able to worship at the throne of Jesus, the Lamb of God. And we'll get to worship him perfectly. And as he saw this, and they're all falling before the throne on their faces and saying, amen, that blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. I don't know. It's hard for me to visualize all of this, but this is the reality. I'm looking forward one day to be able to worship my Lord Jesus in all of His glory. Amen. It's going to happen. Right. Brother Mike, it's going to happen. I'm going to see Him one day. I'm going to be there on the, right around that throne. And I get to thank Him personally right there for all that He has done for me. Lost center friend, listen, your reality doesn't look like that right now. In your lost condition, your reality looks a lot different. But you know, there is hope. There is hope tonight. The services have continued for the great love that we have for you. That we want your reality. We want you to know. Jesus We want you to know that you're going to uh, uh, be OK, that, that you're going to have uh, 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 be able to be in that place which we spoke of tonight, that when Jesus comes back and He splits that sky, that you'll be on the right hand. Right. And He'll welcome you home. This is not home. Sister Megan said, this this place here feels like a second home. And most certainly it is in our physical realm. But we know, Sister Megan, don't you, that spiritually this is not. We have a home that's, I have a home that's waiting for me. That's my reality. But while I'm here, boy, it feels good to be in the house of God. And it feels good to be around God's people. And you don't ever want to leave it. But listen, as we have a song... I tried just in the little bit of way that the Lord has given me tonight to to try to convey to you some reality. Where do you stand tonight? Do you want to be a sheep? I know you want to be. The Lord will draw you to Him. He might be drawing you right now. Don't push Him away.